0: well do good be happy with big jobs and full lives well i'm Polly campbell and that's what we'll talk about here on simply set okay i think i've got the i think we're ready to go i tell you what i've really loved putting together this podcast each week and and doing the research and writing and really uh, recounting some of my experiences but there is a steep learning curve for the kid me being the kid um, particularly with the technical stuff. So <laughs> I think we're recording now. So let's give it a go, even with my dog snoring in the background. Can you hear her? She's a sleepy dog. We just had a walk in. I spent the walk thinking about today's episode and what we're gonna talk about. I think it's something that's not very often talked about, and that is everyday courage. The kind of courage it takes to be in a marriage, the kind of courage that it takes to start a new business or to have a child or to let those children go off to college as is happening so much right now. Today, I'm thinking about my next dermatology appointment. And if you've ever been diagnosed with cancer or chronic illness or another scary thing, um, those check-ins can be really stressful and really scary. Every time I get close to my next dermatology appointment, I I start to feel scared and dwell on it over again. That's what happens when they found cancer once before, right? Then after every scan and drain every appointment, it brings up a, a special kind of anxiety as you wait for the test results. But I will go to the appointment. I've been going to those appointments for 10 years now, despite the fear that settles in the back of my throat for a few days, every few months, because it's part of the commitment I've made to myself and to my family to be healthy, to check my skin, to be well. So even though it's scary, it takes a kind of everyday courage to show up and do the right thing, the best thing, the hard thing, the thing that would be easy to hide from or put off. But the thing is, we've all got this kind of courage. And that's what we're going to talk about today on Simply Said. I'm Polly Campbell, and welcome to the podcast where we talk about practical And by practical, I mean the things that even I can do, and if I can do them, so can you, to live better, happier lives. And all of that does require a certain amount of courage. Courage to try new things. Courage to show up when we feel afraid. Afraid that we aren't good enough, aren't strong enough, somehow aren't enough to cope with the circumstances and situations that life tosses our way. And there are plenty of them, right? Life is a dynamic, fluid thing, and and so are we. We are living organisms, and because of that, we are always shifting and changing and growing and interacting and constantly faced with situations that we don't know how to deal with. Even good circumstances provide challenge and require courage, right? The things we want and welcome, like traveling to a new country or eating a new restaurant or trying a new kind of food, making a new friend, those things require us to dig deep sometimes, to be brave within the uncertainty. The question is though, how do we find that courage, the kind of courage that helps us get married again after a terrible divorce, or helps us stand up and deliver our thesis to get our degree, the one we've been spending years on, the kind of courage that helps us pursue our dream of opening our own business or becoming a writer or artist or traveling to a foreign land. All of those things take courage and the good news is we have it all within us. We all have some degree of courage and we can cultivate more so you are not limited by where you are today. That's the good news, right? I think the big thing I've learned in this life is it's up to us. Tough stuff is going to happen. We are going to encounter things we've never had to deal with before. And there will be moments of doubt when we don't know if we can deal with it. But what are you going to do then? Sit around and talk about how unfair and how unlucky and how hard life is? Personalize and rail against a world that has done you wrong? Or recognize that we are capable of dealing with anything life handles? Now, you might not like it. There's plenty of stuff I haven't enjoyed in my life. Cancer is one of those things I don't really need to do again. But I got through it, and I got through it because I'm resilient and because I had a supportive network of friends and because I had great doctors, right? So with courage, we find out how capable we are. It doesn't mean we have to do it alone, but it means we have to be willing to step up and into the moment instead of wishing it away. And lots of times, you do that while you're full-on afraid. You wouldn't need courage if you weren't afraid. So it's okay, but everyday courage is about recognize the moments of your life and being brave enough to step into it instead of stepping back. And when we do that, we can influence and engage in life a different way. We can meet the people we need to meet, make good things happen. We can learn from these experiences that otherwise might be hard to handle. So that maybe is where the silver lining comes from you know we are not limited you might be faced with a situation you don't like but after you go through it you can find meaning within those moments and see the compassion that is in the world and see your own strength and uh, that's a that's a good perk if you have to go through the crap it's good to come out with some of those perks and the people i know in my life are some of the most brave courageous people i've ever met but Rarely do we think of ourselves as courageous. We think of courage as something that belongs to firefighters or soldiers or police officers, people that are pulling others to safety, going into the burning building while the rest of us are leaving, right? And that certainly takes a unique and strong form of courage. We think of whistleblowers being courageous, people that have gone against the grain to do the right thing. But we've got that too. Researchers like Clemson University psychologist Cynthia Puri says everyone has some degree of courage. And it also fluctuates on a scale and based on the situation. For example, talking before a group of a 1,000 people doesn't require much courage from me. I feel nervous, but I also feel mostly excited. I prepare. I walk out. And once I get started, I, I don't feel scared any longer but I know people that don't want to talk in front of four people. I could comfortably do that in front of 4,000 people but if you invite me to a party with a bunch of people I don't know and a bunch of small talk I've got to figure out that requires a lot of my personal courage. You might have to summon a bunch of courage to stand on a stage and talk to an audience That's no problem for me. But meeting new people, attending a party, being out of my comfort zone in that area requires a great deal of courage. So the bottom line here is if you feel like you are exposed in some way or experiencing some personal risk, you're probably going to need some of your everyday courage to get through it. What scares me and requires more courage from me is going to be different for you, and that's okay. Another reason why we can't judge others, right? Because what I'm afraid of is different than what you're afraid of. But the point is, there are enough situations in life where we all must draw from our source of courage. And we can do that, right? We are that strong. Here's how. Courageous acts are usually defined by four things. We need courage to be purposeful, acts something that we decide to do i deliberately choose to go to the dermatologist for my regular scan it's voluntary and it's purposeful i go even when i'm afraid courage usually requires some thought this can happen in a few seconds if you see a situation and you need to run to the car and help somebody who's been in an accident or if you're giving an immediate response to your child about a parenting issue or if you decide to go get the lump checked out, right? Those decisions can happen in a second. Or they can require weeks and months of working through things. Um, The decision to write a book, the decision to take a trip to an exotic location that you're not completely comfortable with. So courageous acts are purposeful, voluntary things that we decide to do. May not like doing them, but we decide to do them. And it requires some thought. We, We weigh, things before we jump right in in most cases. Again, that can take a few seconds or it can take months. Courage also requires you to recognize the risks. Each time we draw from our courage, it's because we are afraid of what we might experience or find out or self-doubt. Maybe we're not enough, but there's part of us that weighs the risks before we jump in. And the courageous act also must be motivated by a noble, good, or worthy end that's fancy research speak, but it's gotta matter. Why would we put ourselves out there and be afraid and frightened and under this kind of stress and need to draw from our courage if we didn't give a rip, right? That just doesn't happen. I think of this a lot in parenting. I thought about this a lot when I got married and these are both things I wanted to do, but I had to believe that it mattered because I had a lot of fear about doing both those things and how that would change my life. When we believe that our courageous act, that stepping in and stepping up is for the noble good, something better or is worthy or in alignment with our values, then it makes our action worth the risk. Makes the action worth the risk. And that's when courage pays off. This might show up when you speak to the city council meeting for something that you believe will improve your neighborhood or your community that's a worthy end. That's a noble goal. It might feel frightening to you. You might need courage to do it. You may not get the outcome you want, but it's a purposeful act that's meaningful to you. You've weighed the risks. You're motivated by the possibility of making a go of something, right? Starting a new business, you might weigh the risk and recognize that it might fail. You might be out of a ton of money. You might not have enough job, but You deliberately pursue that opportunity because you're motivated by making a go and making a positive difference in the world. See how this works? Take a minute and think about the times in your life when you've needed to act courageously and when you've stepped up to do it. And I'll bet you you surprise yourself because I think we do this just about every day. I think we do this when we're in relationship with people. I think we do this when we love deeply I think we do this when we buy a house, apply for the promotion. There's a certain amount of risk to those things that we do and yet they matter and it's our courage that keeps us going. Without courage, we have no forward momentum. We have no motion. We would just stay stuck and freaked out on the couch watching our favorite shows, which sometimes is what I do after I've acted courageously. There can be no growth and no progress and no movement without courage and no courage without fear but you can absolutely handle the fear and that brings us to the simply start segment where we talk about how to put these things into practice and today let's ramp up our courage so here's how we're going to do it think of something you want but have been too afraid to pursue Maybe you want to move the relationship to the next level. Maybe you want a new job or it's time for your mammogram or physical exam. Take a minute and plan, prepare, research, learn whatever you need to know to up your chances of success for this thing. You know, think about this. Firefighters never run into a burning building without having hundreds of hours of training. They are prepared. They go into those situations in a safe environment so they know what to expect, so For us, we need to train as much as we can to tackle whatever our task is. I was anxious about writing my first book, but I had studied for years and I had practiced and I'd gotten feedback and support. So when I finally got the opportunity to do it, though it required a fair amount of courage, I was prepared to take it on. So whatever it is you wanna do, Take a few minutes or weeks or months, whatever it is you need to plan, prepare, research the information you need so that you can up your chances of success. And then practice if you can, just like a firefighter practices before they ever hit the fire. If you are doing a big presentation at work and you fear public speaking, practice in front of your family and friends over and over and over and over until you don't have to think about it anymore preparation is the antidote to fear right it gives us courage when we know we're prepared and recognize potential obstacles because they always come they always come no matter how prepared how planned we are anticipate a few of the things that may come up so that when they show up during your mighty noble worthy quest you aren't derailed remember you might still feel afraid courage does not take away the fear It just helps you work with it. And that's what we're all about. And that's the fifth step for developing your courage. Feel the fear, then do the thing anyhow. Keep in mind your end goal. When we hold that purpose in mind, we tend to prevail, persist. We do better because we know it matters. And I mean, think about this. This is where we all go all mama bear, right? Our kids will come up with things we've never anticipated. I've never felt such fear as I did When I put my kid on the school bus the first time, she was a kindergartner and she was so small on that big bus and and I knew she was afraid and she was sitting up there by this little in the window and I watched this complete stranger drive my daughter out of the neighborhood on this big yellow machine and boy, it took a lot not to run right up and grab her off that bus. But I had my purpose in mind. I want her be engaged and, and live a good life and be learning and, and living her own life. So with that purpose in mind, you can sometimes let go. And then at the end, when you've spoken at the city council meeting or uh, started the business or finished the class or confessed your love or said you wanted a divorce, that can go both ways, right? Then take a minute to take a deep breath and look at what you've done no matter the outcome, and you won't always get the result you want, you did it. You acted courageously. You stood in. You advocated. You did what you need to do with your purpose in mind, and remembering that you did it once will get you through it again because there are many situations when we have to act courageous, and you can do that. When we see that we've been brave and we've stood up we are able to do it again without the same degree of stress so there you go now you're ready to go go all kick-ass right i've found moments when i needed to draw on my courage that weren't loud moments they weren't aggressive they were quiet and controlled and sometimes very private moments when i was worried about being chastised or out of line or people not liking me uh, when I was advocating for family members in the hospital and was fairly abrupt and direct, I felt like I needed to draw my courage when I really cared about somebody and I wasn't sure if they felt the same way. I absolutely uh, drew from courage when I quit my full-time, really good-paying job to become a full-time writer without having any backup. And then again, I was I was fairly young. I was in my 20s then again when I had to call my parents to tell them I had quit my very nice job to be a writer. That took some courage. I didn't know if it would work, but I knew it was worth it for me to try. So think about the situations in your life that you want to take on or tackle. And think of the ones that you already have, the challenging situations you faced with courage and strength. And remember, you can do that at any time. It's what you have within. We can get better at this. The more we do it, and the more we act courageously with awareness, the stronger we become. So keep your goal in mind and get after it. You may not love it, but it's going to be worth it to pursue your goals. And this brings us to the simply nifty segment, and this is where I share my favorites—my favorite books, podcasts, things, uh, things that make my life a little more beautiful, a little happier. Today, I want you to take a look at the beautiful works and words of Marianne Rademacher. Her work is always beautiful and inspiring, and I love to look and think of it. And today's quote is a perfect fit for today's discussion on courage. And here it is, the quote from Marianne Rademacher. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. Thank you, Marianne Rademacher, last name R-A-D-M-A-C-H-E-R. And you can find more of Marianne's work and books at MarianneRademacher.net. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. Isn't that right? Isn't that what we're all doing and what we all are capable of doing? I love it. Do you have an item, idea, opportunity, approach that you love that you think is simply nifty? Let me know, and I'll share it with our listeners. And I'll put the quote and Marianne's information up on the show notes, which you can find at my site, www.imperfectspirituality.com. Look for the show notes there along the right side, the tab along the right side. And you can also find me on Twitter at PLCampbell. So, reach out, let's connect. And thank you very much for spending your time with me for this 20 minute download. I try to keep them short because we have about a billion zillion things to get done today. So, I just want to have a moment where we come together, uh, inspire each other, teach each other, laugh with each other, and talk about ways we can live well, do good, be happy. Thanks for being a part of it. If you like what you hear, please download the podcast. And if you feel like it, leave a review. I'm told that those are the ways uh, we get bumped up uh, higher on the list so people have an easier time finding us. And mostly thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I really appreciate time and grateful that you're listening. And remember, we are here and we are brave and we'll be here to try again tomorrow. For now, let's live well, do good, and be happy. ElectriCast. Transform your influence. ElectriCast.